Hello and welcome to today's Texantel podcast. We have an exciting episode for you today which was recorded this week live in Thomas Jefferson University in Philadelphia where I met Hitoshi, Yuji and his talented team who celebrate everything that there is really about education and digital print technology. They have a unique facility and one that should be the envy of every university globally I think. Um, it was my pleasure to join them um, in my role as the textile ambassador for the FESPA Global Expo, which will be held in May 2019 in Munich. I've met Natoshi at various events, various FESPA events actually, all over the world. Just to let you know, this was a live recording and there is a little bit of background noise in the digital machines which um, need to be left on, I'm afraid. Okay, here we go. Let's talk to Hitoshi and his talented team. Today we're at Thomas Jefferson University here in Philadelphia and we are in the technical suite, the surface imaging suite, which has some incredible technology here. And with us today we have Hitoshi Yuji, the Professor of Surface Imaging Centre. We have Mark Matteson, got the name right, okay. <laughs> and Mark, your role here is to help develop and run all the technology and help the students with the integration and helping them achieve their objectives, is that right? Yes, partially. Yeah. Um, I teach here at the university as well and I'm, I manage the Surface Imaging Center. Um, yeah, actually, um, the physical act of printing is kind of my forte as well, so. Okay, that's cool. And a PR. And PR. Yeah, social media. That's very true. <laughs> yeah. Marketing, uh, we're very, very agile here, we're very startup. Yep. Um, focus, so yeah, wear many hats. Well, that's good because you're teaching your students to yeah. do it as well, and you're Absolutely. showing them how necessary it is right yeah. from the very beginning to yeah. be out there, really. Yeah, that's great. And we also have Myrna Gutierrez, did yeah. I pronounce that correctly? Yes, you okay, did. and you're a, a, a student that left a couple of years ago, yes, was it 2016? Yes, I was one of the first students that went through the program, and now I have a design studio outside of the Philadelphia area. Okay, that's fantastic. And I've forgotten already, we also have with us today a current student whose name is... Rinlak. Rinlak, yeah, there we go. Okay, cool. So we're just going to have a, a chat really about the industry, about the technology <coughs> and about all the great things that digital brings to the marketplaces really. So um, as a quick introduction for Toshi, um, digital disruption has impacted every level of design and manufacture across multiple industries. Mm. And this here at Jefferson is an incredible resource that offers students a very unique opportunity. Mm. And it is unusual in the world, I would say, that mm. I've had a look round with you today and you have so much equipment and such a deep spectrum of manufacturing processes. It really is is unique and it's, it's a joy to see this, actually. Um, it's changing so fast. Um, how do you keep up to date with the latest technology, Yutoshi? I had to go to so many trade shows. Trade right? shows? Trade shows okay. and after looking at the uh, technology magazines, journals, and then that's then also that they are getting into more engineering side, right? What's the most current upcoming new technology mm -hmm. in R&D point of view? Yeah. Because that's going to feed back into the uh, applied. Yep. Right. So that's what we see. That's cool. Yeah. And do you work with the manufacturers to suggest tweaks and time to time I do consulting yep. to some companies. Yeah. But they're right. Yes, that's what it is. Oh, that's really good. So it's it's a collaboration. It's reciprocal. True. True. Yeah, that's good. 
Um, how many students do you have here per year, do you think? About less through? than 10. How, much, how many students do we have? We had 12. 12, 12? Okay. initially. Yeah, yeah. The, that first, was a, that the first was a, group was 12. That was a big class. Big class. Yeah. And yeah. about 10, and right now we have seven. Right? Okay. But that's a, that's a sizable good okay. numbers. Great. Because mm -hmm. it's equipment driven. Everybody has to go onto the uh, printing machine. Yeah. And then we don't have multiple big UV printers. Right. <laughs> Only one printer. That's right. Yeah. So you don't have huge queues. Yeah. No. This is good. The, the okay. five. five? Five printers? No, five, five students. Yeah, it's going to be five. Right? Oh, yeah. That's great. And just sorry, <laughs> I should have right recap there. And if we talk yeah. about the technologies that you have here, you have digital print machines, right. and we'll name them, we'll go through the manufacturers in a minute. Sure. But basically, you have pigment. Right. Or you shortly will have pigment. You have um, acid. Right. Right. You have reactive. Right. You buy the, you buy pre-coated fabrics, so you're right. not coating them yourself. And right. then you also have upstairs. We saw some. Um, you have solvent right. as well. Right. And you've got UV. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what am I missing? You've got D to G upstairs right. as and well. And then we have a latex. And you've got latex. Right. Um, and you've got, of course also got the backup of screen printing, so that your students can use multimedia. They can screen print mm -hmm. and they can digitally print and <coughs> move in either direction. Yeah. Sure. Which yeah. basically here yeah, gives you the opportunity, gives your students the opportunity to print on pretty much anything. I think. Anything available on the market. Anything currently available on the market. Yeah, that's right. And <coughs> the future. And beyond. Yeah. Sure. And beyond. <laughs> Being an educational source, we can push that a little more than traditional printers are willing to because yep. we're, we're more willing to experiment. Yep. So sometimes our partners will work with us and we'll let them know that certain uh, materials or odd choices worked really well and then yep. they'll incorporate it into their marketing and their... That's great. Yeah. That's good. Because it's also, you know, quite often as well, if you were a designer out there in the marketplace mm -hmm. and you want to try something new, you just couldn't do it because mm -hmm. no print service provider is going to put, you know, a fluffy wool through their machine mm -hmm. and, you know, snarl all of their print heads. They're just not going to do it. Right. So, um, so that's that's a really great opportunity yeah. for the for the students to be so creative. Really, I mean, and we've got we've got all sorts of things here, haven't we? We've got printed concrete. Yeah. We've got layer after layer after layer over here on the, um, the UV printer, um, printing some really beautiful textures, metals. What do you think is the most interesting thing you've ever seen printed? <laughs> What's the you know the the one ask that you thought no way is that going to work and it did. Well, not market ready, but no, it doesn't have to be certainly food items are popular amongst yes. some of the students. Yeah, um, <laughs> really. Not to be eaten, but as a visual uh, oddity. Yeah. Um, lunch meats were very. Printed well, luncheon meat. Yes. Okay. Uh, rice cakes, dry yeah. ramen noodles. Um, <laughs> so these are not market driven, these are yeah. more fine arts driven activities. But uh, I saw a machine the other day <laughs> that prints your face on top of a pint of Guinness. So it literally pours <laughs> the pint of Guinness. And then you stand in front of it, and it puts your picture a bit like a the top of a, a Costa coffee with a Christmas bauble. Yeah, right literally, yeah, so clever. Yeah, but that area of customization and personalization is mm -hmm. is the future for it the is. industry, isn't it? Yes. Really? Yeah. No, without question. Um, you've worked with lots of different manufacturers here, you do, yes. haven't you? Could you could you tell us who your main sponsors are here? 
main sponsor is no matter what, it's a Mimaki industry. Okay. And yep. They've been the biggest supporter for us. Yep. And then um, followed by the uh, I mean, rest of the manufacturers, Roland, Muto, Epson, Brother, and I think that's that's what we have. That's incredible, isn't yeah. it? Is that right? Yes. Am I missing somebody? No, you. That's it, right? Muto, Roland, Epson. Well, we'll do a full list of all of these, all these collaborations in the in the show notes as well, so that we won't we won't miss anybody off. Lots of uh, material sponsors as well. Yes. Uh, substrate sponsors. Yeah. But um, those are more um, industry uh, test related, like yep. we test their products. Yeah. Um, we have relationships with like Dupont or somebody like yep. that. Which is great because they can use you as a beta testing site, can't yeah, they? That's right. Really, that's right. and, and get really <coughs> good feedback. And again, students that are pushing the boundaries of design and product design to help them and their departments create yeah. innovative products, which is great. Then also, we have uh, support from the Ergosoft, and then oh, Inet- Ergosoft, yeah, Inet- okay, Inet- yeah, In- those are two rip manufacturers, yeah, helping us. Okay, that's good. And, uh, uh, and you had um, Digifab upstairs as well, didn't you? Yes, yeah. Digifab. I mean, we buy the fabrics as well as we have the uh, rotary yep. heaters mm-hmm. and press. And do you have do you have spectrometers here? Spectrometers here? That's yeah. I mean, X-ray. Yeah. I mean, you've, you've got those. Yeah, yeah. One of those. Yeah. We have a yeah. couple of those. So you do yes. color calibration. Yes, we and do. And do you do you teach your your students how to control color in? You know, go into color management. We as well? teach the uh, we have the uh, color management workshop by. Yes. Agosoft comes and then yes. they give us the comprehensive color management uh, workshop That's great. every year we do yeah. along with the uh, students takes the uh, technology course to learn the principles of the uh, technology including color management and in terms of color matching that's up to students yeah. to really sit on a machine to match the color yeah yeah no, that's good. That's imp- interesting, though, isn't it? And I think moving forward, in, in, with my experience in the commercial life, yeah. you know, once you get into commercial life as a, as a designer, um, you know, as um, Myrna here will be doing with her new collection, once you establish a colour, right. it has to be that colour forevermore. Yes. It's in your brochure, it's on your website. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you have to print the colour that the, the product is visualised and sold as, it's sold as seen, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um, and I think whilst you're being creative in a lab like this, it's great, you can compromise on your own creativity, but for commercial life, you have to hit the colour that the client specifies. And I think those are really important disciplines to instill mm. at some point sure. in, the, in the curriculum, really, so that everybody knows yeah. how they're moving forward. Um, how do you work with the fashion industries and textile industries here in the US? Do you have lots of collaborations with some big brands? I was reading on your website that... We had the ones that the um, collaboration with Epson. Yeah. Right? Epson um, New York Fashion Show. Oh, yeah. And we did the one of the collaborations second year, I believe. Yeah. Right? Fashion Week. Yeah. And then um, that was part of the Epson relationship we had. Right. So that in a respect that... Basically, our students, or the textile design students, create the uh, dress, I mean, fabrics, and their fashion students is going to make the dress out of it. That's great. That's really good. So, um, the whole thing was done here, and then it yeah. was it was sent out, um, and it was pre, I saw that marketing, actually. It was incredible. Um, and it, it really showed the creativity of the right. Shaw Colour products, wasn't it? Yeah, that's really. And how quick the turnaround is. Um, and how it does 
help facilitate really quick fashion. Right. Yeah, which is really great. And that was mainly Dyson printed them. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Dyson. Yeah, yes. transfer printing. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Do you do any direct printing here with with Disperse? No, we don't. I mean, we used to. Yep. But uh, we don't do that as much. No. Yeah. Because I mean that's gonna defeat the purpose in a way. Because after that we have to wash it. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. So then why not just like uh, doing the uh, reactive reactive acid yeah. on the natural fiber, right? I mean we take the polyester in a way that the uh, um, you know it's easier to print because of the uh, transfer print. Mm -hmm. so that's why that the, uh, we force the students to find the uh, good polyester, novelty polyester, instead of, I mean, if they want to have a cotton, natural fiber, they can find the polyester to feel like, look like, right? Yeah, so that's why that we push it on yeah. to that direction. Yeah. Because if this were the textile design program, yeah. I w I'm gonna say that they do it in natural fiber or whatever the fiber yeah. is necessary, yeah. but we are slightly different. Yeah. How, do, how, do, how do your students um, face the, the issues of sustainability with polyester? Are you kind of teaching circular fashion and we talk about recycling and putting things back at the other end so that we use... The problem I find right. in commercial life is that everybody wants to use recycled polyester, right. but you know, it's actually quite hard to find it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard to find yeah. it. And I think what will happen is when you've got the, the big chains, H&M, Inditex, etc., yeah. etc., is recycled polyester becomes more available in the marketplace, it's going to filter down so that you can buy it in low volume. Yeah. So, I mean, if I wanted to walk out and buy 10,000 meters of recycled polyester, I could get it. But if you want to buy a 50 meter roll or a 25 yeah. meter roll for a demo here, you're going to you're not you're going to have very limited options, aren't you? Really? Yeah, sure. Which um, it's a challenge for any small business or designer starting out is. It's, it's, it's beneficial that we can use digital printing to sort of do smaller batches, but material-wise, it's, it's it's playing catch-up to not yeah. have to buy tonnage of materials. Um, yeah, and you know the eco-friendly aspect of things, we try to push with the manufacturers and our partnerships. And within the years, uh, through the years of our program, there have been certain students that have been very focused on that. Mm -hmm. And we've kind of touched on it, but it's sort of a limited, uh, on a limited basis as yeah. far as yeah. being green. Um, yeah. I think we have to. <laughs> but the yeah. students are very, very aware of sustainability yeah. Totally, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, new like generation. Really, yeah, new generation, right. Yeah. Millennials. We're Millennials talking. and Generation yeah. Z. There's yeah. such waste involved in this industry. That's yeah. shocking. Particularly going to the trade show. Oh, the trade show is the worst. I mean, they printed up all the stuff, and at the end of the day, it's going to dumpster. Just the dumpster mm, next yeah. door for three days of <laughs> meetings. <laughs> the at Chanel in Paris, the, the show that they did recently, I thought that was really interesting. They created a beach, right? But the whole thing had this like sustainable policy. So what was quite interesting was they created a faux beach with faux waves and everything. Huh. But in the marketing, everything from that was going to be recycled, including the sand. So everything went back to where. Is that the one in at the beach? They yeah. did it in yeah. Yeah, it was incredible. Oh, Chanel. It, yeah, for yeah. Chanel. But it was really, you know, subliminal marketing and showing yeah. you how the agenda is there, and it's an under, it's, it's either an overtone or an undertone yeah, actually. Yeah. But the difference yeah. with the millennial and generation Z is it's actually in their DNA. Yeah. Like, I truly believe that they will change yeah. how we manufacture. I hope so. I, I truly do believe that. Um, I mean, the statistics are incredible, aren't they? Eighty percent of what we wear I mean, see, goes to landfill within a we year. Don't, mm. We don't teach the sustainability as a course or the coursework, mm -hmm. but the, uh, since we, I mean, since we, 
just simply because that the uh, it is there everybody is concerned about it and then we I, we as an educator does not need to reinforce that because that's important I mean it's yeah. given yeah. so students are aware students is right right now is really concerned about that so yeah. that's the reason that's one of the reasons we don't have the components particularly into the programming yeah, they are but inherently, we talk about it. They're naturally inherently concerned, yeah, though, aren't they? It think. is actually in their DNA. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, they probably are, uh, the older generations get a lot of bad press, I think, really, for fast fashion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. what it created over the last the, 15 years. The student years. just walked by, right? Yeah. She did a great presentation about the sustainability and fast fashion just yeah. a couple of, I mean, a week ago. Mm -hmm. yeah. Really? Yeah. The cost of cheap fashion is yeah, the true much greater than the money. Yeah, right. yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, um, we're going to talk to Mona in a minute, but just just about her <coughs> brand. But just before we do, um, a couple of final questions then. So, if I had to ask you, Yutoshi and Mark, I'm going to ask you the same question separately. Um, in the last five years, what was the groundbreaking piece of technology that changed either your life or manufacturing? What do you think? The best thing you've seen in the last five years? Oh, last five years? Yeah. Single pass printing. Single pass? Right. That's, okay. I think that's changed it, right? Yeah. Did you see the bolt the other day? Yes, I did. Wow. Yeah, I mean, like, when, when is it? 2000, almost that. That was 2012 for single pass. Yeah, yeah. we went to the... Uh, um, MIS in 2009, yeah. and then they are building it that time. Yeah. And then 2011, Itoma, right? Yeah. Itoma, Itoma, 11, right? Yeah, four years ago. Isn't yeah. It? So it's 11, 15, right? So 11, 11 15, so it's 19, 11, yeah. they started to, they didn't show the machine, but they showed the video. Yeah. We know it's coming, right? Yeah. And 15 is the time that the, uh, you know, five companies yeah. came up with the single pass, right? So that the, that's that's the, that's the, what I see that that's the point that the digital printing is like, a, again, going up. Yeah, to a new level. Yeah. 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 Mark, can I ask? Mark, can I ask? Can I ask you the same question? That's a great question. Um, I I'm smitten by a lot of our technologies here, and fortunately, because we work so closely with manufacturers, they want us to have the latest and greatest, so we can test and show off and get people used to using them. Um, I. I love the latex machine by Mamaki. Yeah. I think the colors and the, the flexibility of that have, have been really remarkable. Um, I'm also really taken by the, the smaller UV machine we have by Mamaki, the 6042. This is an MK2. This is brand new a couple of months ago. But wow. Just the, uh, That's like a five years ago, right? I think about the five years one. ago, yeah, started yeah. with this. Part, so this part one's part an upgrade over the original 6042. Yeah. Um, and it's been great just as the, the sheer, just testing the sheer amount of odd um, materials yep. and useful materials as well yep. for, very, for varied uh, purposes, but it's, it's so remarkably versatile. That, um, yeah, that's a, that's a good start. Oh, that's great. <laughs> but yeah, okay, we'll see cool. what comes next week, I guess. <laughs> Mona, can I ask you, what was the most interesting bit of technology that you used whilst you were here then? What do you think? So initially I was interested in leather. Leather, leather. yeah. And so um, I got actually full leather yep. and, and real leather, and that's what I, I printed Did you do latex? The latex, yeah. yes. That's and great. actually I still have pieces that are still remarkably they're beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, we tried many, right? Yes. Different printers. And the yeah. Flex UV was surprisingly good. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. 
And you can print on colors, colored leathers as well there, then with the latex, could you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I did it's natural great. because I wanted yep. to have a more natural look, yep. but yeah, it was really beautiful. That's great. That. Well, it's really, really interesting. Kind of yeah. I'm interested in um, accessories, like printing for accessories. And actually sustainability, digital printing itself is a part of that sustainability because the traditional way, you have these all these vats of mixing colors and this is much more less know, waste. Less waste. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I feel like that in itself yeah. it's, yeah. it's yeah, that's sustainable. Great, great point. You don't yeah. have to commit to huge jobs as well. You can no smaller spaces and so I feel like in that in itself it's yeah. sustainable. <laughs> so that's really interesting to me. And also that I can print on any surface like I brought in doors that I printed on yeah um, I did pegboard which is a really unattractive yeah. material but it looked beautiful it yeah. looked very um, do you have do you have CNT cutting here Say it again? do you have CNT cutting here so you can actually cut no. wood and stuff here no well not in in this so lab but here. down the hall yeah. Yeah. many different choices oh um, that's good plastics cutting laser cutting yeah um, routers that sort of thing wow so, yeah. They're well, mostly for industrial design shops, but we're you more have neighbors a, with them, mm -hmm. so we use that. You have a creative micro factory here, don't you? Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, you really oh, can cool. just take inspiration and create dreams, yeah. I guess, yes. aren't you, here, really? And yeah, not, yeah. Well, not, they're not just dreams, they're actually going to be commercial entities, mm -hmm. and that's what you're looking at doing yes. now, isn't it, Myrna? With you're, you're trying to cut something, right? There's a cut. Yes. Oh. I'm struggling, and I don't know illustrators. <laughs> I'm doing. You're learning illustration. I am. I Just behind as well, we're chatting here. We have a, a current student who's beavering away, work, working very, very hard, and we're distracting her terribly. All those, <laughs> all those vectors. Yeah, all oh, those horrid yeah. vectors. Yes. Yeah. Get, get into Photoshop. <laughs> I, was, I was looking for the one image I wanted to show you, which yeah. was that the printed meat. Right. Oh, who did that, Lady Gaga? Is that what it is? Yeah. No, somebody made the Dyson version. Right. Oh, oh no, no, Lady Hoodies. Gaga actually wore meat and yeah, 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 grim. Yeah, yeah very yeah. grim. She did. Yeah. So you, you had a student that printed meat. Right. I mean, print wants to print onto the meat. Right? Oh, this, we gone back to luncheon meat. Well, yeah, I hate you to know, get back to the luncheon meat, but that kind of builds on those like luncheon meats <laughs> that they do for children with teddy bears in them. It's right. like, yeah, you will eat this. <laughs> this is what teddy I would. Like. I would like a pure frosting printer, you know, yeah. like a very food grade printer, yeah. yes. <laughs> that would be kind of nice, but yeah, um, yeah only for show, um, all of the items, but um, print on water as well, that worked great. <laughs> do you do any hydro printing here? No, Play, we don't. No, that really interests me at the moment, I've got this thing about hydro yeah, printing, absolutely. you see some really incredible things hydro happening with it, I yeah. just want to play. One of the students, right? I mean, Lorene did the hydro oh, transfer. Yeah. That's right, that's right. How did you print the hair? This is polyester Dyson. Dyson <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. That's a sample. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, so it's quite good. You actually. printed the paper yeah. It's yeah. been a couple of years, but the, get the temperature right. The original, yeah, the original clarity of the image was. Now it's been beat up a little bit. Yeah, it's been yeah, everybody strokes it, don't they? And it's disappearing. Right, right. Too bad. I don't think I have it here. Oh, that's great. That's cool. So, Mona, you're about to start your own brand, is that right? That that is right. Okay, that's really cool. Yes. And tell us about the support you got here at the uni to to give you the confidence to do that. Well, I've met multiple times with Hitoshi. Yep. Just talk about how to move forward. 
um, I looked on your website and okay. I got printers um, right. that I That's could good. print samples. Um, Mark um, is always good with, um, if I need to print something, I can come and print. So they just, not only did I have a whole knowledge or, or built a whole knowledge of printing and um, business, but also I have the support afterwards. Yeah, so important. So as I was here as a student, how I grew, and then now I have my own business, and I still have that continuous support, yeah. which is really important to me. So mostly um, it's the printing process. Yep. Um, and also, like Hitoshi, that we're always good. He's always good about um, helping me with the next step. Okay, did you think about this? Did you think about that? Um, think about products that are unique, customizable. Yep. Because um, I'm actually going into the fashion field, and like you said, there's a lot of fashion designers out there. But the uniqueness of what I'm doing is I'm printing my own. I'm designing and printing my own designs. I'm not buying fabric from someone else's designs. They're my own unique designs. They're limited edition. Yep. They can be customizable. So all those questions are questions that Hitoshi um, brought up, and I've been thinking about that um, moving forward. So well, that's so great that you can pick up the phone mm -hmm. or just drop in and, right. and ask somebody those, those questions. I mean, this it's incredibly it's groundbreaking, isn't it? Really, and students really need that. And you also have is it was it one of the banks that you also have um, support from? on the second floor on our tour, who is that that offers business mentoring? What was that called? Oh yeah, Lunchbox, yeah. Right? Yeah, yes. yeah, Blackstone. Yes. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's the business part. So yeah. the, they'll give you business mentoring. Yeah. So yes, I guess you can exactly. go in there and they'll tell you how you would structure a business plan and yeah. how you would how you would work out your costs, your margins, your trade prices, yeah, exactly. and how to work out the VAT, so and I, I think the, the tax, etc. like that. Yeah, point was that the, uh, I think I'm telling all the time, assuming you can print onto anything, yeah. What do you print? What type of image? Mm -hmm. How are you going to print? Mm -hmm. How are you going to make sense as a business? Yes. Mm -hmm. Those are three yep. most important. Mm -hmm. yep. I mean, most of the school stops in one place yep. or two places. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the uh, most important part is that, the, okay, so therefore, what are you going to do with it? Right. Yes. How are you going to make a business? How are you going to pay off your student loan? The what is important. All very practical information. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, yeah. that's not, you know, exactly. You, you come to university to learn, yeah. to, with a passion, a creative passion to learn a skill, but at the end of the day, it's going to be your vacation. It's yeah, something also, that you're going to spend the rest of your <coughs> life doing. Yes. Also, that is one of the missing link in our industry too. Yeah. I mean, imaging industry. They can sell the machine, but right. the, they don't know anything about the design side mm -hmm. of it. True. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, it's just a designer comes and they look at the machine, but they don't know anything about technology side. Yeah. Right. So the, those yes. things have to be yes. put together to make yeah. the imaging industry to be next level. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what we see. Well, they're all plugins, aren't they? And I think yeah. just as all of those little sections of the industry plug together, yeah. you also see now as well, slightly differently, software plugging together too as well don't you mm -hmm. and with the creativity in the middle with the digital right. you also now see the supply chain changing right. as it squeezes in yeah. to become leaner and more efficient and yeah. less wasteful yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. so you've got lots of different softwares moving on yeah. and you've also got creators being creative in the middle and it's also mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot to take in really and it's a lot to comprehend yeah. for a, a new 
designer taking on a business yeah. and, and building a business yes. too. Yeah. They have to multitask like never before yeah. because <laughs> not only do they have to kind of understand all of this software, but they've also got to be salespeople. Mm-hmm. They have to understand social media. They have to be able to, in some form, build a simplistic website and That's a structure. Right. That's right. And they have to be driven, mm-hmm. focused, <laughs> and be out there marketing themselves. Yeah. And, and when you're young and you're kind of on that early part of your journey, it's kind of quite hard unless you're a very outgoing person to stand up and go, hello, I've got the best mm-hmm. brand ever, come and look at me. And yeah. I think the support that you provide here for your students is absolutely critical. And it really is. And I think, you know, hats off, congratulations to you, Yatoshi yeah. and, and Mark, for um, the facility that you offer your students here. It really is remarkable. It really is. Um, so the last question. Yeah. What do you think the biggest challenge is going to be for the industry in the next five years? See, we have a problem in the industry, as I said, that the, uh, everything is fragmented. Right? Supplier and manufacturer and the user is not communicate, communicating well. Uh-huh. And also that the, uh, when the new machine comes, everybody is replacing the old technology yep. and retrofitting the technology. There's no new way of thinking. They need to recycle. Yeah. <laughs> so, therefore, the, at the moment, we see that the uh, buzzword of the uh, what do you call it? Workflow optimizations. Yeah. Right? Industry 4.0. Yeah. Right? And all the things become buzzword. And then that, yes, that could be the one of the solutions. Yeah. But at the same time, that the, uh, here I am, here we are, I think this concept of the surface imaging is the another, I mean, solving the problem for the industry. That's what we see it. To integrate everything into it, to think of imaging industry as a more holistic point of view. Yeah. And then, I'm educating the students to understand the design, technology, and business, and that will bring the uh, industry more healthy. Yeah. That's what we see. That's right. So they go into the industry with a new, refreshing skill set right. mm-hmm. yeah. and change the industry that they then move yeah. into. And so they really do build, bring a whole new suite of tools, right. which is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mark, same question? I think. I think that sustainability is huge, and I think it has to be addressed in the industry, and I know that there's small steps being made, but I think it has to uh, evolve a little quicker. Um, and as far as ink, ink technology goes, I think um, if we can get the inks to be less toxic, even when they're not um, super toxic materials, yeah. if we can get them Take to the a nasty point, bits out of it. Yeah, where you can get them to a point where they're child safe, they're yeah. food grade safe, mm-hmm. they might be antimicrobial mm-hmm. or something like that yeah. for hospital settings, mm-hmm. uh, restaurant settings, to somehow combine those into uh, one printer would be ideal, I think, and I think people will want that very strongly. So you have a, a printer that generically can print onto anything with one technology. Mm. Yeah. That sounds good. Which kind yeah, of would have to be. <laughs> yeah. That sounds yeah. And yeah. we're not we're not dealing with I think with you might be even a little optimistic if you might get that in the next five years. <laughs> no, five years is much too but if we if we think about it, then we yeah. can at least No, we have to well, you know, every step yeah. forward is right. a step forward, isn't it? It's, it's really? such a young and it's industry. Baby steps. Um, Got, got us to where we are now. I mean, digital's not new, is it? It's taken 20 years to get where right, we are right, right now. So, 
I think you know we're all now as it, in the last five years the technology has changed so much it's actually mm. we're com- as older as older generation becoming a bit more millennial and that right. we want it now right and we want everything to move quicker quicker quicker, quicker. that's true yeah. yeah that's true and we're so impatient you know something comes out six months mm. ago that's old mm. right. refresh I want to see something new yeah the engineering so, um, uh, timeline's a little different than that, right? As far as manufacturer, but that's great because it's the industry that push also pushes the technology, and then by the industry growing and getting bigger and bigger, that also increases the R and D budget. So it's, it's all part. It's all one culture, yeah. isn't it? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Minor, what do you think is the most important thing for the industry in the next five years? You think sustainability as well? I agree. Yeah, I agree that totally. Sustainability, yeah, yeah, um, has to be number one on the list, doesn't it? Yes, really, for, I agree. for all of us, whatever step we can make, really, if, even right. if it's just a baby step or a huge contribution. Mm-hmm. Sure. I think if everybody, everywhere, did that, then we're all mm-hmm. moving in the right direction, aren't we? Really, um, by just by considered choices right. in our day-to-day lives okay. as well as our manufacturing lives, isn't it? That's mm-hmm. great. Okay. Well. Yeah. I think that's that's great, wonderful. Thank you so much for sure. your time here Absolutely. today. Thank, Thank you, you for inviting yeah. me. Thank you for the tour. Sure. So many machines that I need to stay and play. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> that's great. Brilliant. Anything you'd like to add? Any questions or anything open forum for anybody? Are we okay? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Thank you very much.